Public Radio's LossyTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got myself, Bruno, and I'm joined by man, who also has spent this week concerned a little bit about some swollen testes. My co-captain Damo, how are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you, uh, blockheads, millions around the world, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, got to be careful, Greeno. Got to be out there. You know, you got to pay attention, trust the science, right? Make sure you do the right thing. And if your balls do start to swell to the point where, you know, you got to carry them around in maybe a little bag that you have around mm. your waist attached to your belt, Greeno, like a shopping bag, if it ever gets yep. to that point, uh, just remember, it wasn't the vaccine. Okay, it was definitely not. No, couldn't possibly do no, that. Yeah. To to steal a quote from uh, the Breakfast Club, when your balls are having to ride shotgun mm. in the car, might want to go get that looked at. Okay, I've never seen Breakfast uh, Club. Was, <laughs> never seen Breakfast Club. We've had discussion before, dude. No, really. You got to check out Breakfast Club. Okay. Classic. Um, <laughs> but once again, I, I know personally, and, and our special guest today, oh. uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Joy Pessy, will agree with me. I personally take all. My science advice, medical advice yep. from Nicki Minaj. Yes, absolutely. Nice, Gary. We should. We should probably should introduce our guest. I thought that was on. the introduction. Uh, so did I, but then he went silent. So I. Oh, I'm out. Was that it? Oh, hi. <laughs> That's how we do. We, we do it very unprofessional on the show, sir. We are. Uh, we we keep it loose. We. we we, we introduce you and then just expect you to work out when you've been introduced. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the second time uh, here now. Now it's the second time. The first time was yeah. all like, okay, here's how we do things and this is where we put the beer and this is where we sit. But this time it's like, oh, you know where everything is. Fucking come on in. Yeah. Joy of Percy, ladies and gentlemen. Joy of Percy, reporting for duty, mood, happy testicles, the perfect size. Perfect size. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> not too small. Quick. Yeah. Well, what is the perfect size though? That's that's an interesting question. When we're talking testy size, what what, is, what do we think is ideal? Is there a centimeters thing? Is there kind of like a berry comparison? Uh, if, you're like, if you're a blueberry, you're, you're like, oh, that's about right. If you're maybe something a little bit smaller, maybe like a cranberry, then you've got a concern in the opposite direction. If you've got cantaloupes, you're in big trouble. I think you just need a nice sack to shaft ratio. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? It just has to, it just, it just, it, when you pull it out, if she doesn't giggle, you got yourself a good, uh, yourself a good pair there. I reckon, yeah. what about, what about like caged egg size? No, organic eggs. Which ones are the smaller organic. ones? Organic. So, you know, organic, <laughs> no, 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 the de-shelled, you know I, what I mean? Yeah. When you say organic, so each one's a different size, right? Yes. Yeah. And color. Well, you know. <laughs> That's cancer, yeah. boogie. Yeah. Oh, you no, want. not again. Uh, <laughs> Oh, hey, Greeno, speaking of cancer, because we haven't had a chance to talk about this, I just want to do yeah. a little impromptu uh, off the top. Kind I of like stories about pinatas. And if I can just bring this up, Norm MacDonald, Greeno, he carked it. He yeah, we, yeah, I, I didn't put it in the rundown because we generally try and avoid sad topics on this show and serious topics. I know. But you've decided to open the show with cancer. Exactly. Uh, I didn't say It was Pessy that brought cancer up. It wasn't me. <laughs> I know, but you said speaking of cancer and then you segued into a normal Donald thing, which yeah. is fine. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> We're all good. Probably not a good idea to open the show with cancer. Mm. Uh, you, you, you probably want to put it out of the back end somewhere where everyone's tailed off right. and not really as interested. Yeah. But, you know, it's down the open. Now, once again, probably a good idea for us to consult pre-show. Yep. Well, this is, uh, this is pre-show. 
This is pre-show. That's how we do we generally roll. Um, yes, very sad news. We were only talking about uh, Norm Donald on last week's show, mm-hmm. where uh, I was talking about his book, which is it's his autobi- autobiography. Mm-hmm. Yet it's all fictional. It's fucking one of the most genius books I've ever read in my life. It's fantastic. Um, so, well, obviously, yeah. yeah, very sad news throughout the week with, with Norm passing away. But I posted a tweet uh, on the day because I, I don't get. I don't have much of a a connection with celebrities for the most part. Mm. Norman Donald's one of those guys where I'd watched so many of his clips. I had kind of like a bit of a connection. But the strange thing, I woke up, saw the news, and was like, oh, man, this is going to be a shit day. Like fucking comedian I appreciate and admire, like passed away. But then in my timeline on Twitter <laughs> and then in our DMs, it was nothing but Norm McDonald, like gags and clips. And I'd never laughed as hard as I had that day in months. So I ended up having a really fucking good day because Norm Donald nice. died, yeah. mainly nice. because Yay. people were supposed to be split. So, um, and interesting, and that's the genius of Norm. He can die and make me have a really good day. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a hero. Uh, I, I think the genius of Norm is was was uh, the ability to drag awkward laughter out of people. And his mm-hmm. his timing in that, like, he would set people up to give him the reply that he needed in order to make the joke, like, have that perfect timing, you know? And he was so patient. He would just, like, yeah. he would just egg them on. He'd just feed them a little bit. Um, so here's very two quick clips for you, right? So first one, uh, Royce Lopez, actually, Joy of Pessy's co-host on Dayway. I think he'll appreciate it. Oh, stop. Stop, stop. He's Frozen Asian's co-host. Yes, that's true. That's very nice. true. I'm just the guest. And also microphone provider, if I listen to pre-show correctly. Microphone <laughs> provider. Um, so Royce Lopez tweeted, uh, tweeted this one out. This is quick. This is good. This is like what I'm saying, like that awkward... Um, dragging it out of people, that awkward laughter, right? Hey, for the ninth consecutive year, uh, Nick, JetBlue Air... God, that's very quiet. Rank first for satisfaction among all North American airlines. But you know what ranked least in satisfaction? 9-11 airlines. <laughs> what a terrible name for an airline. It reminds me of that tragedy. <laughs> oh, 9-11. Yeah, no. I oh, don't laugh at 9 11. I can't tell not to laugh. I know. I walked through blood and bones in the streets of Manhattan trying to find my brother. Jesus. Yeah, he was in northern Canada. <laughs> That's the one that got me. What? What's this? Blood and blood. No, Gary! New York. To find my brother. He was in Northern Canada. And if you listen carefully, (laughs) if you listen carefully, like in the background of that clip, you can actually, one of the comedians like, oh my God, this is so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) What was the one where, uh, what was the one with, I think it was with Super Dave Osborne. He tells a joke and the guy gets really mad. Like, that's awful. Why would you tell that? I can't. can't." Because, and he would just stare them down as well. Like, he he was just so fucking deadpan. Uh, This is a really good one. grin. Oh, yeah, fucking hell. Oh. Now, do you think uh, Cosby's uh, legacy uh, will be hurt? Yeah. You do, huh? I mean, there was a comedian, Patton Oswalt, he told me, I think the worst part of the Cosby thing was the hypocrisy. And I disagreed. You disagree with that? Yeah. I thought it was the raping. (laughs) (laughs) My feeling, most rapists are hypocrites. You don't meet many go, I like raping, and I, I know it's not politically correct, but by God, 
People go, well, he's not being a hypocrite, and that's the worst part. <laughs> <laughs> it's always like a joke within a joke with him, you know. Nice, that, was, Gary. that was a genius of him. And now in retrospect, you've I think you'll find that he was actually like sick here. So he would have Yeah, been... they said ten ten year battle or something like that with cancer yeah. just kind of kept under wraps. Yeah. Oh, he pulled he pulled a full on Chadwick Boseman and just continued mm. on with his life, which yeah. is in in some respects, I uh I have to I have to say I like that. I, I you gotta give credit to someone who's just like, no, nah, I'm just gonna keep enjoying my life. I'm good. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> he squeezed another nine years out of it, you know what I mean? Nice, yeah. Gary! Fucking nice. So he would have been sick here and then once you know that, then you kind of, it's funny, like you look at it. So Seinfeld's like pretty casual, like smart, casual business shirt and jacket. And if you look at Norm, yeah. he's all fucking rugged up. It looks like he's just got out of bed, you know? Yeah. So you never know. He might've been feeling really shitty that day, but he was like, ah, oh, well, you know what? It's all right. Just to drive down to the cafe. Who gives a fuck? We'll be okay. So was, the uh, Canadian in him. Yeah, a bit of that. Was, uh, was Letterman's last show inside the last 10 years as well? Uh yes, of course. So, yeah, of course. When yeah, when Norm performed a stand-up set and and was once again very emotional uh performing on that particular show. Yeah. Uh so once again, in retrospect, looking at oh, it actually had some different meaning as well to to Norm performing in these particular environments. So mm. um very very cool. you talk about uh <laughs> just running with a joke until people laugh. Yeah. I don't know if you uh, you saw it in the last couple of days. His roast of Bob Saget. Anyone see that clip in the last couple of days? No, I can't say I have. Oh yeah, the 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 vaudeville, the terrible dad jokes. Yeah, he he sit there and purposely tanked for eight minutes, <laughs> and just let it sit there like he was pretending to nail. But he knew, like they were all literally just bad things he'd stolen out of a joke book, and just went up there and it was the funniest set ever because of how bad it was. It was sensational. <laughs> <laughs> um. So absolute legend. Um, but there you go, Norm Macdonald. So that was a shit. You're right. That was a shitty way to open the show, wasn't it? Anyway, yeah, who has had cancer? Hands up. Let's yeah. Let's uh, let's write it down. Mental note. Let's not open the show with cancer again. Good call. No, bit of a downer. All right. Well, what else have I'm you got? Because I've got Greeno story time. Lisa. Uh, I like stories about pinatas. I want to talk about children's hospitals, Damo. Um, to to get the show on a bit more of a lighter note. Uh, my son. Had to had to go to the hospital during the week. Uh, had a big old stack inside the house, Ooh. tooth through the lip, oh. cut open hard. Uh, no good. Looks <sighs> yeah, did not look good. Uh, blood everywhere. Lips cut open. Oh, and in the no. state uh, state we currently live in in Australia, uh, trying to get into a doctor's uh, practice. Mm. And any time after 5 p.m., yep. actually, any time before 5 p.m., the most difficult, anything after 5 p.m., we're a little bit fucked. Now, my children seem to have a nice little uh, situation where if they're going to get any kind of injury, get it, get up to a bit of mischief, Damo. Mm. They like to do it post 5 p.m. Ah. for the nice, inconvenience of it. Absolutely. And, 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 of course, Greeno, the doctors are all filled up because we've got to be very careful. Sick people could be going in there, right? So Can't have that. Can't, can't have, have that. It. So I'm, af- I'm afraid no. you're going to have to call in. Now, because yeah, you might in, be sick. We're yeah. You might be sick. We can't have sick people in the doctor surgery yeah, exactly. or the hospital. Oh, scary. So, where, where is me? Like, we've been in this area for almost a year. Uh, we we don't have like we have a local doctor that we've been to a couple of times, but yeah. they're they're closed at five. So we're trying to find medical centers that could possibly look at my son's lip in case he needs stitches, glue, whatever he may need, because the shit was pretty fucked up. Okay, uh, it, it was no good. So 
we called up and they're like, no, no, we don't, we don't have a nurse here that can possibly stitch. I'm like, can why I just would you interrupt possibly your story for I like stories about pinatas. I just need to interrupt your story for a minute, Greeno, and ask, like, mm-hmm. how did he stack it? Like, what, what act was he partaking in when he took the stack when he hit the floor? What, what, what was going on there? What? Okay. You got me. Yeah, we got you. <laughs> No, there was uh, wow, some the hooliganism. Wow, suspense, ladies and gentlemen. No, the, the hooliganism was outside my house, and I was trying to work out whether it was on the line or outside my house. It's outside my house. All good. Oh. Uh, <laughs> hooliganism. Yeah, uh, he tell, was, now tell us about the hooliganism. What's going on there? I, I heard people yelling out of cars, okay. acting like general dickheads, uh, honking horns. Oh, really? Uh, fr- Friday, night, Friday night shenanigans. Okay. Is shenanigans common in your area? or No. This is no. the first time I've heard shenanigans, oh, but you know I have found oh, you know random drug pa- paraphernalia up on the hill, and and random kind of you know empty bottles and the whatnot. Hill, so the hill you know, might be the hill might be like a young person spot to you know go get high, yeah, and hang touch out, boobs and yeah, stuff, get high and fuck, yeah, touch exactly, yeah, touch boobs, do heroin, you know, teenager yeah. shit, usual stuff. That's it. Speaking of touching boobs and doing heroin, can I have have you noticed like all of these kids now? walking around with like Nirvana shirts on <laughs> and like they weren't even born when Nirvana was a band but there's yeah. have you like when we used to wear Beatles shirts, Beatles us, shirts. But Nirvana Metallica ugh. yeah Megadeth Thrasher yeah, bands they've never listened to in their life definitely no anyway sorry for the, the middle of the story time? I like stories no, about pinatas answer your question uh, he was running around tripped fell on a, a plastic car which led to his tooth going through his lip. Jesus Christ. Sorry, I asked now. That's not very No, nice. it's all good. No, we're, okay. we're getting the show off on a high note. That's <laughs> yeah, why we, cancer, we transition to hospitals. Cancer, yeah. uh, personal injuries, little kids, adorable kids, smashing their face into the ground and dislodging teeth and shit. Yeah, welcome to the show, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Boogie, if I may, if I may interrupt with the story time. Uh, it's, I like I got, stories uh, about pinatas. Speaking of us smashing teeth, uh, when my little sister was uh, about two years old, she was uh, going up some stairs and she slipped and fell forward and bashed her upper two like two front teeth on the stairs and forced them back up into her gums nice gary now that's yeah. now once again once again the liberal use of the nice gary can we retract the nice gary from this <laughs> okay, no. i just bring out i just thank you Way too long. That's what makes it funny. Yeah. Uh, can we give uh, Pessy a nice Gary? Nice, <laughs> Gary! You just had a go at me for using too many fucking nice Garys. You son of a bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> there's too many and there's inappropriate use. This is an appropriate use. Because, because nice Pessy on episode, episode two of this show has realized that it's okay to interrupt the oh, flow no. of my story. Should have, He's got it. Should have put that in the dossier that we gave him before the first time. <laughs> By the way, just fucking elbow in whenever you get the chance because Greeno talks yeah. really, really fast and I interrupt him a lot, so it takes a long yeah. time. I like stories about pinatas. We get to the point where we've called a bunch of medical centers. No medical center has a doctor that can look at a fucking split lip. That's the state of Australian medical care what? at the moment. What? How is, no, how no is, medical center. Wouldn't that be like putting on a Band-Aid for a doctor? That's, 
That's what I thought. But no, lo and behold, we're going to go to the emergency department. So the wife looks at me and she's like, look, uh, who's going to take him? And we talked about uh, on the show, uh, actually hit the step back in time for me, please, sir. Uh, yeah. So a few weeks back, we were talking about how I'm now going to utilize my unvax status mm. to my advantage. Mm. So, you know, uh, we're, we're going to get new. Pessy, a bit of backstory for you. In in New South Wales, we're about to get some new freedoms if you're vaccinated, right? So, you know, you can go outside your house for like 150 meters. Um, you're allowed to water the garden now. Um, I, I have heard, it, Greeno, believe it or not, you are now allowed to have a picnic. Uh, with up to five people, if those five people have also been double vaxxed. Double vaccinated. Not single vax, got a double vax, right? So so I said, I'm now going to use this to my advantage, Pessy, right? Because there's a lot of shit that I get forced to do out of like, you know, obligation, like going to my wife's second cousin's family reunion (laughs) or bullshit family plays or just a lot of things I really don't want to do. That now, thankfully... Our, our leadership has given me the opportunity to go, sorry, can't do, not vaxxed. So the wife said to me, she's like, look, who wants to, like, who's going to take, like, my son to the hospital emergency department? Now, once again, I don't know the state of healthcare in Canada, but you're waiting four or five hours with nothing to do with a lot of fucking weirdos in an emergency department. So for me, I was like, can't do it. She's like, why? Why can't you do it? I'm like, not vaxxed. Oh, just, nice, Gary. You said this fair to your point. own wife. I'm like, no, nah, fair point. She's like, fair point. Like, yeah, you can't get a hospital. You're not vaccinated. Like, oh. safety first. So my wife, my poor wife, had to spend five hours in the emergency department. To turns out, my son's lip would heal itself. You were, a doctor apparently couldn't see that. You were like, um, but, you were like Homer on the couch, like in your underwear, eating pizza, drinking <laughs> beer. It's just like spot on. <laughs> spot on. Mouthful of pizza. Can't not rock. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! He fucking kicked it out. <laughs> it's our ball. Fucking hell! Stupid umpires. Nice, Gary. There he goes. You've, That's my story. You've gone ass backwards. I into like stories about pinatas. Lowering, um, you know, parental responsibility. Greeno. I mean, it's no, a mate, dream come I'm, true, I'm, really. I'm, I'm doing I'm doing a service for for the community That's by right. not getting safe. my unvaxxed ass out there. I'm keeping them safe, Damo. Yep. Um, how dare you? I'm a hero. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking the vax, I'm elder of Australia. Yeah, the vax is due right here. The vax say to you, "Ooh, unclean! Don't come out here unless you've done what we say and you have the passport." And you're like, "Okay, then take your own damn kids to the hospital." What? Sorry, That's how we do it? Fingers up. <laughs> Fuck you. What? Stay inside and not have to uh, deal with the little shits? (laughs) Okay. Exactly. I'm telling you, Pessy. I'm avoiding everything. Uh, Damon, another story time for you. I like stories about pinatas. Going back to back. Uh, When I took the sun for a bike ride the other day, I thought, look, I'm going to get out there. There was a beautiful weekend. Uh, You know, nice and warm. Sun was out. I'm like, fucking, I'm up. I'm keen. I'm ready to go. Hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to go out. I'm going to exercise. Enjoy. It's positive. It's warm. Let's go. Spot on. Now I'll tell you what else also happens in spring when the sun's out there. My bees. Uh, Bees. Now I'm halfway through a bike ride with my son. I'm on the other side of the suburb where I get stung by a bee. Now, he's on, he's on the back of my bike hmm. uh, in, in like a kiddie holder type scenario. Yeah. 
And so there's me oh, like holding that. the it's bike like up. a little bitch seat that sits on the back of your bike. Green on the on the back, but he fucking loves it because he, he doesn't have to pedal, but he gets all the fun does of it, the cycle. Does it throw off your balance like you can't go so fast around a corner on your bike anymore because, you know, the displaced weight will flip you over, you know, the other Correct. side? You might lose him Correct. over the side yeah. of the rail or something, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. very uh, it's very pensioner pace. Would when it, it comes be better? To would it be better maybe to tow him along in like a little cart or something behind you? Nah, you. mate, I, I draw the line there. Like I'm happy to take the kid on the back of the bike, yeah. but as soon as I start doing the kitty cart, I feel like I, like once again those testicles go to cranberry size. Yes, uh, that's a good on. point. No, Gary, <laughs> the kitty cart. Now here's so here's me. I'm holding up a bike with like a 14 kilo kid on the back, uh, trying not to let him fall because he's there. My leg is throbbing because I've got a bee sting. And then I'm looking, trying to find a way to get the stinger out, knowing that I've still got to ride five and a half kilometers back home mm. before I can ice this bad boy and just praying to God that I'm not allergic to bees. Turns out I'm not allergic to bees. So that's, that's a plus. Is this the first uh, time Is this the first time you've been – sorry, we've got to interrupt. I like stories mm. about pinatas. Is this the first time you've ever been stung by a bee? I, uh, I think it may be the second. Uh, wow. The first time was when I was in kindergarten, I believe, in – in our school, mm-hmm. I think oh, that was the only other. Time. I can't recall any other time other than that. But oh, man, you know, I've been stung by bees heaps over the years, like all the all Dude. the way through childhood, getting stung at least like ten times a summer. <laughs> a few months ago, I was on a bus and uh, what's it called? Uh, a bee flew into my mask and oh. it panicked and started biting my cheek. Oh. It didn't sting me; <laughs> it bit me. And then, and then I freaked out and threw my mask off and killed it. But like it <laughs> bit the shit, it bit my cheek and I felt that bite. It, you ever, you know, that sting, you know, that stinging feeling when you kind of like touch an ingrown hair or like you touch like a, like a shaved hair on like a stubble on your face and it kind of goes in, you know, that, you know, that yeah, like needle yeah. pain. Yes. It was just a constant that for like three days oh, bites man. hurt. Holy fuck. I don't think I've ever heard of a bee biting you. I didn't yeah, know they, they can could bite. Do, I didn't know they could do that. <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. So, where were we? I like stories bee. about pinatas. <laughs> bee stings. Uh, eventually, get home. Put some. Put some. Uh, some serve cream on it. To, to Pessy's point. That fucking bitch stung hard. And I was starting to get worried. My legs started to swell up a little bit. I'm like, man, this actually quite this is quite stingy. Um, but all's well that ends well, all good. But then it got me thinking, because I think bee stings, and suddenly I go to cinema. And my question to Pessy is: has there ever been, like in the history of cinema, has there ever been a bigger swerve and an unexpected twist in a film? than when Thomas J died of bee stings in My Girl. Nice, Gary! He needs, his, he needs his glasses. He has to wear his glasses. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> needs his glasses. Because you think about that movie, right? It's a growing of age story. It's coming of age where, you know, you assume, you know, she's going to go through trials and tribulations and everything, and then in the end she'll she'll fall in love with Thomas J or some other dude or she'll realise, you know, life's okay even though she lives in a mortuary. There's a whole bunch of stiffs coming through left, right and centre. Um, whatnot, but then out of the blue, in this very like heartwarming PG coming of age story, the the kid dies, and you're like, what the what the, what the fuck? Like, nice, I, don't care, I don't care about the dead people. Like, you know, we're talking about six cents. I don't think I can think of a bigger swerve than the fucking bee stinging Thomas J. Him getting fucked up three quarters of the way through the movie. Yeah, as far as like 
damaging children's psyches. I can't really think of anything other than that one. There was, I mean, it's it's interesting when you think about these night these movies because there was also I think it was I think it was around the same time. You guys remember the Good Son, the one where yeah, uh, yeah. The, the other Macaulay one, yeah, yeah, the one where Macaulay gets and, thrown Elijah, off a cliff at the end. And wasn't Elijah Frodo? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh spo- spoilers, spoilers. People might not have seen the twenty eight year old movie passage. Yeah, right. <laughs> Don't want to tell him the ending. <laughs> yes, it was Frodo. <laughs> yeah, Frozo, uh, Frozo yeah. Baggins, ladies and gentlemen. Frozo. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was Macaulay Culkin. That I was about. I was going to say. I was going to mention uh, the Good Son as well because uh, he wasn't a bad little actor. The problem was he did all the family PG stuff. But when he was acting evil in that movie, I reckon that was probably his best movie. To be honest. Oh, he's yeah. creepy. He was, he was great. Yeah, he was so really good, good in that. It. Yeah, and then and after that, it was kind of poof, he disappeared forever. So anyway, there you go. What are we doing? Nice, nice Gary, Macaul- Gary Macaulay Culkin, I guess. I guess that's yeah. Why not? Yeah. Uh, Damo, uh, do you have an update on the condiment Cold War? Any any updates in that regard? Uh, okay, we can. I like stories that. about pinatas. So the last time we spoke, you know that there was like a kind of retaliatory action from my wife because I'd taken too many liberties with leaving salt, pepper related items on the bench. Uh, no, not related. You, you took the piss because you put in like cayenne pepper or something. Olive oil. Yeah. Olive oil. Some no, sp- olive oil was fine. We established, but it was, it was the random spices. Yeah. Well, I can tell you like maybe as you know, some kind of active rebuilding our diplomatic relationship in the kitchen, Greeno. Uh, something mm-hmm. took place. So I've just, I've gone back to just salt and pepper on the bench, but okay. somebody other than myself, uh, refilled the cracked pepper shaker greeno with, uh, black pepper corns, you see. Mm-hmm. So that was like a, a random act of kindness, even though like, okay. in, you know, re- that was like re- refueling my fucking missile trucks on the border. Um, you know, and saying, don't worry, you'll pay us back in the future. That's okay. We're working together again now. We're rebuilding our partnership here. So there you go. That's what nice, I thought that was little... Gary. <laughs> so no, that, positive. that's good. Do you, yeah. do you feel that was maybe some kind of reaction to last week's episode where we talked about, you know, there was reasonableness in the olive oil being in there mm. and, and maybe there was a bit of an overreaction mm. uh, because olive oil, definitely an essential, but you took the piss with the cayenne pepper yeah. or the Moroccan seasoning, well, whatever it may have been. That's right. Well, you, but you've got to understand, yeah. Greeno. These these agreements come after you know months and months of arduous talks, Greeno. Diplomatic Mate, it's, engagement. Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. It's it's chaos. Yeah, it is a battle. Uh, yeah. No, it is. But- I mean, that's part of being married. You know, for the for the younger guys out there, part of being married is the never ending battle of wits that sees you mm. know one person in the house pitted against the other one for supremacy at all times. So. You know, that's also part of it. So you've got to get used to it. And then and that's how you can end up with a segment like we have on this show called the Condiment Cold War, <laughs> where we waste, you know, a good 10 minutes every time talking about Easy. whether or not you're allowed to have the salt, salt and pepper. pepper on the bench. Nice, okay, so you guys are going to have to, you guys, we're going we're gonna to teach Passy today the bench. Hmm. What, hmm. what's, what's like, is it like an act like, because to me, it's, I think of like a. <laughs> I think of like a picnic bench or something. Like, is it like a spice rack? Is that no, what the kitchen, bench is? Kitchen, kitchen bench. So when you you rock up in your kitchen, you got a bench, right? What do you call a oh. bench? Oh, oh, you just like a countertop. Oh, countertop. My apologies. Yes, countertop. No, I mean, countertop. We're using well, more letters. No, nah, fair call. No, there's a language barrier here. We need to, you know, hmm. assimilate. 
I don't understand you. I get it. (laughs) Countertop. So now, yeah, we're talking uh, kind of salt, pepper, and uh, potentially olive oil. We've said Cajun seasoning is no good, Uh, but they're allowed on the countertops. So our countertop has a a basket with all of our spices and the olive oil and everything at the ready next to the the stovetop. Yes. See, that's that's too far, too far for me. Yeah, I, 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 I in that position next to the stovetop, I have just a salt and pepper shaker because I have to add Greeno. I like stories about pinatas. I'm not based on your definition of what a countertop is, not Pessy's, but your one. <laughs> I, I yeah. have to interject and say no. This is not. I'm not talking about the countertop. I'm talking about the bench top. So well, if the bench the, top is the countertop. No, 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 like, it's no, the no, same no, thing. no, 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 because you've got like the island bench, right? And then yeah, the island got, bench is different. No, no, no. But Pessy's saying that the bench, the island bench, is the countertop. No, Pessy's <laughs> saying the kitchen bench is is the countertop. Like where you've got your your stovetop. Yes, is the countertop, right? Okay, so you're saying that's the countertop because I think Pessy's that's saying, the countertop. If, no, no, if you've no, got a separate island, is that's the, a different story. No, no, no. So we're talking. <laughs> yeah, it's not on the island. There you go. All right. Nice, yeah. Gary. Okay, I got, it, bench, I got it. I got it. Bench top. Do you have an island, Pessy? Do you have an island in your kitchen? No, no. Excellent. Now we've established. Pessy's talking about the shit that goes around the stove and the, the shit sink. that goes. The shit that goes nice, around. Nice, Gary. All right, that was excellent. Pretty clear. No, nah, it's good. I'm glad we wasted eight minutes on that. Ah, mm. uh, <laughs> absolutely. You know how I look. I like looking for a deal, Damo. I you like do looking love for a deal. a deal. Well, I don't know if you I, like I've, looking I've for got... a deal or you're just cheap. <laughs> yeah, either way. Yeah. Either either. Okay. Um, I, I'm coming up to the end of my six months of free pay TV, Ooh. and so that that's a tricky situation in itself because mm. I'm really don't want to pay for it. Um, but I am enjoying being able to watch replays of the F1. And isn't there going to be cricket soon and stuff? You know, that'll be Yeah, perfect. cricket's coming up. I've still got footy finals. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, Ooh, but I'm not going to pay for it. So I, I'm, what, what I've done is I've been searching for fresh free deals, seeing what else is out there with a different email address. I need another six months free just to see if I like it. Mm, okay. like the first six months are free. Don't well, know. Uh, I need another six. you got to be sure. But Big commitment. You're going to be hundred percent confident before you commit the whole 15 bucks a month to it. Um, so I'm always looking for, for deals. And I saw this ad during the week for, for BWS. Now that's uh Pessy, that stands for beer, wine and spirits. It's like a booze store. Do you call it a, do you call it a liquor store? In yeah, Canada? Liquor. Yep. Liquor store. Excellent. So Bench we got top. this liquor store. <laughs> Get countertop. You fucking asshole. <laughs> So I saw this thing, uh, an ad during the week, where BWS, Beer, Wine and Spirits, the liquor store, is offering, because obviously we're locked down, we can't go out Mm. for non-essential purchases, um, but beer is still essential, so it's fine. But if you don't want to head out, safety first. If you're in lockdown, you have to say, you got the sniffles, can't leave waiting on the results of the COVID test, Mm. BWS is offering hourly, hour delivery, or your order is or and here's the trick or your order is free free okay free. now we're talking because now, so now are, we're you, talking. are you like me where you instantly think of all right i'm gonna set up like a home alone kind of booby trap map through the city in order to try and get them to take longer than an hour you know okay you have to go down here and then take a left onto the dirt road and then drive all you know, like 45 miles west and don't stop until your car runs out of petrol 
you know, and like, yeah. okay, now you got to give it to me for free. Fuck you. That that's definitely one avenue. What I was thinking, if I order seven and a half thousand dollars worth of booze, mm-hmm. I guarantee they can't load that bitch up in an hour and get it to my house. <laughs> nice, like, Gary. I need, I need like forty-five cases of beer. I need nineteen bottles of bourbon. What if they and show up? My- they show up with a truck at like fifty-five minutes, and you're like, no, oh but shit. But my thing is, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the thing long enough that it's gonna take an hour to load the truck. Uh, that's the key. It, hang on, does that's it start counting? Does it start counting as they're loading the truck? Because that doesn't seem. No, it's it's got to start counting from the time it says hour uh, hour delivery or your order's free. So my theory is, as soon as I hit submit via order, right. the hour is up and running. Yeah, because if I was if I was in that situation, I would say it's when the truck leaves the place. That's when your hour starts. No, because no, 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 no. I know because but but the manager or whatever who's at the depot, Greeno, he could quite simply just sit there and go, "Well, I didn't get the order, so how can it how can it be my fault? Like they didn't give me the order, so it's it's not. I it can't be doesn't an matter. hour because I, I didn't have it. I still get it. For, still get it for free. That's my yeah, point. Because the order's been submitted. I've ticked it off. I'm good. I've got the email trail. Uh, seven and a half grand worth of booze. I'm going to try it this weekend. Okay. Seven and a half grand. Now, where I'm going to store all this booze is a different story. Mm. Um, but I'll let you know next week yeah. hey, how can that you, travels. Have you guys got a truck or something you could hang hang on to it for me? <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just hold on to this for, for a little bit until we drink it. Just bring, around like, just bring around like two cartons a week if you could. Yeah. That'd be good. Did you um, see that story, Greeno, um, earlier in the week about, was it this week or last week, where people were in a lockdown uh, block of apartments and apparently they couldn't get more than six beers at a time? Oh, you mean the topic that we covered on last week's show? There you go. Nice, yeah. Gary! <laughs> <laughs> I thought I didn't pay attention to this show. No. <laughs> This was a this was an article you sent through to the show. Mm. We talked about it last week, oh, and you fucking forgot about it. Fantastic! Oh, um, that's how memorable this fucking <laughs> podcast is, right, Pessy? Yeah. <laughs> I love this show. Pessy's regret. He's up at like fucking six in the morning to do this program. He's right. thinking, I, really? I I volunteer. I love this so much. Yeah, it, but I, I feel for you. I think there's like, I feel he's got a bit of Stockholm syndrome after the last show. Just craving punishment. Yeah, it's crazy to punish. Tossing it, turning in bed. Nice, Gary, Gary. Nice, Gary, Gary. Nice, Gary, Gary. Gary. (laughs) Uh, Damo, uh, quick story time before we go to a break. I like stories about pinatas. Fuck the rundown. Nah, well, no, the rundown's here. It's all good. Now, uh, once again, we're talking deals. Now, Pessy, do you have something in Canada called council pickup? Now, I'll give you backstory for council pickup. This... This is where people put out trash on their front front lawn to get like big bulk items. And the council comes around, they pick it up, they take it to the tip for you. But what generally happens is people come around, they scour, because you've got to put it out a couple of days in advance. Mm-hmm. People come around, they scour, they pick up some stuff that you put they out. They start scavenging Pessy. There's a lot of yeah, so cur- yeah, yeah. So curbside pick we curbside pickup. Uh we downtown in uh in, in my city, if you leave something curbside. There is no fucking way in hell that thing is surviving the night. There is no. Yeah. Like if you like if you're like in one one of those little villas in the city, kind of in the narrow long houses, you know, where they're all kind of crammed in together, that kind of scenario, or more like suburbia? Uh downtown, yeah. More like narrow 
Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So what about in the burbs though? Because we, I think what Greeno's referring to is more like, you know, households just filling up their front um, lawn with garbage, right? <laughs> oh, so that's more of a, that's, <laughs> okay. So front lawns filled with a whole bunch of uh, detritus. That's uh, that's JJ's category. That's more his people. Ah, uh, the, the van, the, the <laughs> caravan people. <laughs> the caravan people. <laughs> yes. The people who wear headbands and sweatbands inexplicably, even though they've they've not broken a sweat for years. Those kinds of people. <laughs> the people who have Iron Maiden posters in their garage. Those kind of yeah. people. Yeah. Okay. We love those people, Green. Nice, oh. Gary. We like those people. That's that's our kind of like hardcore demographic. Yeah. Um and the we, Vietnamese. So anyway. That as well, yeah. Between Vietnam and, and people that yeah like to scour the the rummages of other people's trash, that's our key demographic. Finland now, too, uh, apparently, Greedo. Really? Yeah. Finland, keen on our keen on our Finland, Good yeah, to know. Some one guy downloads the show from Finland. I remember from a couple hey. of years ago. <laughs> that's like twenty percent of our listenership. That's fantastic. Pretty much. I love him. Um, so I, I've never understood it, right? Because I used to, I, I put out like literally this like back at our old house this like old rusted uh, outdoor setting uh, where like there was a bit of mold on the seats and put it out and literally five minutes later, someone's knocking our door going, are you getting rid of this? And I'm like, yeah, man. And like, we take it. I'm like, if you want it, like, sure. Nice, I mean, I mean later, it is garbage. So if you want to take garbage, it, I guess. If you want to take it, right. go nuts. <laughs> so I've never understood these people until this week because I drove past, uh, oh, oh. actually, it was when I took my son, oh. when I took this, my son for a bike run. Is this your first, sorry to interrupt the story, I Greg. like stories yeah. about pinatas. Very, very key point here. Is this your first council pickup at the new house? Well, I haven't done a council pickup. No, no, no. Oh. This was uh, I, I rode past someone else's council pickup. Ah, uh, oh, no, that's unfortunate because nice, I'd like to know. Gary. I'd like to know what the scavenging situation is like where you are, Greeno. Like how well, hard we're going to do one. We're going to do one later in the year. I just don't because okay. I, I cleared out all my crap before we moved, so yeah, I didn't lug true. stuff that I need to count. I did that before, mm. but it was the first time ever I've ridden past someone's house, and I'm like, oh, I need to go back and check that out. So I've nice. So, so this is this is this is beasting day, right? You've become this is one of the raccoons day. going through people's garbage. <laughs> Got to hear my, hear my story. So anyway, I, this is bike ride day. So I get fucking stung by a bee. I come back. I fucking ice it down. I'm good to go. I said to the wife, I'm like, look, I, I got to duck back over there because. This dude's got some floodlights, and we've got bad lighting outside in our house, right? But I'm like, they look like floodlights. I need to go check them out. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm going to go check it out. Like, you're just, you're braving, with me. braving another potential bee attack to go and have, a look at these, have another bee attack. These floodlights that this guy is throwing he's away. He's put out in his trash. He's throwing it away. <laughs> so. I, I drive on over, and thankfully the dude is he's got his garage open. The dude is in there. The lights are still there. Now, I, when I was riding back home thankfully, for a double check of the lights. Thankfully, nobody else wants this garbage. <laughs> when I was riding back, people were scouring it. Okay. So they were checking it out. I'm like, fuck uh, me. If I don't go back, like hyenas, they're going to already be gone. Like hyenas Which, picking the corpse of a zebra, Greeno. <laughs> Just fucking like, picking the lick of it out <laughs> between the ribs. 
so when I got back there, the lights were still there, and that 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 set the alarm bells off. Because yeah. I'm like, if the people that scoped them out didn't want them, something's up. They must There's be no really good. broken garbage. Instead. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I said, I saw the dude there, and I'm like, hey man, firstly, are these free? And he's like, yeah man, I'm getting rid. Secondly, I said, do they work? Because I'm literally not going to take some fucking... I love that you asked him if they're... I love that you asked him if they're free. Imagine if he was charging people to take his garbage away. He could have been setting up for a garage sale. I don't know. I don't want to fucking steal lights and then have people chasing me down the street. So I double checked. <laughs> I said, dude, I'm like, hey, man, are they, do these, like, do they work? He's like, oh, look, they've literally been up in my roof for 10 years. Ugh. But when I put them up there... They worked. And I'm like, <laughs> nice, Gary. So I was like, ah, oh, this is a gamble here. But but then the dude, fucking, I'll give I'll give the dude a nice Gary. Because he's nice, like, hey, Gary. let's go test him out before you take him. Yeah. Plugs him in, bang, bang, bang. All of them work. Wow. Okay. So, so I'm like, so the, these are amazing, right? So I'm like, unbelievable. I'm like, you sure? Like, you don't want them? Like, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he goes, they actually were uh, bought ten years ago to light a go kart track. He was he was like the president of the local go kart track. Right. These are industrial floodlights. Why do? Okay, now I have to interrupt. I like stories about Ooh. pinatas. Greeno, why do you need industrial floodlights? Or, or is this just you didn't realize you needed industrial floodlights until you rode past and noticed somebody was throwing away industrial floodlights? Is that what? I'll go to the break. I'll go to the break by answering the question this way. Why don't you want industrial floodlights? Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. There's a place that we can go to watch your things. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessie Campy old movies and old cartoons We hope to see you over there very soon It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessie When we were kids and there wasn't any school We'd sit and watch all the best cartoons Cereal until it was noon We never thought that 30 years later It'd still be cool Saturday night and cheesy movies The ones that used to show us boobies It's our special little spot Tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy
with less than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, remember if you want to get in touch with a special way to do so, it would be via the little blue bird. Follow Greeno at the starting block while we drop the KDM. and follow myself, Applegee Bumper. Do not follow uh, Joy of Pessy on DLive because now, um, unfortunately, <laughs> the little jingle, the little song, you know, in this little spot on DLive, it's not on DLive. Now it's on Odyssey. So you have to go to Odyssey and look for, uh, I think it's Midnight Rift Party, Pessy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At Midnight Rift Party on Odyssey. On Odyssey. So it's no longer on DLive. But unfortunately, the song's so fucking catchy that I can't stop playing it. So I don't uh, blame you. You know, from now on, maybe can you just have a placeholder, like change your banner? On D Live oh, to say, find me at Odyssey. You know, we have moved. I'll send you. Uh, <laughs> I'll send you the version of the theme song where D Live is bleeped out. <laughs> Beautiful. What's the change in platform, Pessy? Uh, banned. They banned me. Ah, there we go. Look, well, that's what. They kicked yeah, out our uh, sweet little boy, Greeno. They said, yeah. No, no. They tossed him to. They tossed him to the curb as though he were a set of fucking floodlights. You know, I was pionet. I was pionished. Yep. Done. Thrown out. Unloved. How does that happen? Mm. I don't know. Okay, great story. I like stories <laughs> about pinatas. Great story. We're getting off the second segment <laughs> after the same boisterous fights <laughs> that yeah. we did the first segment. Like we've a- gone from cancer to hospitals to. Uh, opening the second segment, we're like, oh, fucking, yeah, Pessy got kicked off a platform. Oh, yeah. that's and you cool. even gave him, like, a prime opportunity to tell the story. Like, you set him up so beautifully. It was like an underarm over the plate, Greeno. Uh, so, Pessy, yeah. tell us the story about how you got banned off D-Live. And he's like, ah, I don't know, whatever they do over there. Because yeah. <laughs> to this day, I'm, it was like, because it was just the normal 24-hour thing that I usually have gotten in the past. And then 24 hours later... <laughs> So banned. Wow. You know what though? Probably didn't help that when I got banned mid-show, I immediately tweeted at them to suck my dick. That oh, might not have helped. That doesn't yeah. help. No. Oh, anyway, I've been I've been good though. We're good. <laughs> Odyssey's going good. Can we can we talk uh sound bites there though, uh Damo? Mm-hmm. Now Pessy talked about telling him to suck suck his dick. You once again you reflex went to nice Gary. Probably would have felt a hot tie. Would have might have been a more appropriate soundbite on that one. You dick. <laughs> no, if we're just gonna, like once again, this is probably post show chat. Folks are dumb where I come from. We're talking soundbites, nice Gary. Mm, interesting nice, use. Nice Gary. <laughs> Percy, do you have a story time for us this week? Sir? I like stories yeah, I about pinatas. So uh, I uh, I was really I was I was getting a little hungry. Uh, so I so I ordered some I ordered some uh, some McDonald's and I I went to the oh, sorry sorry, sorry Macca's. I like stories about pinatas. We told on the last show. No. Okay, excellent. Because I think no. it started the same way. I got. Yeah, hungry they usually do. It did sound yeah, very, usually it did sound very similar at the start. I like stories about most, pinatas. Most of, my sto- most of my stories start with either I was hungry or I was high. So I ordered a I, I ordered a chicken sandwich because I had a coupon. 
and uh, which, and which they in gave Australia, me Green, uh, sorry to interrupt your story, but I like stories about pinatas. <laughs> discount, discount as you'll discount know, matter, right? as you'll know, Greeno here in Australia, uh, in America, they call it the chicken sandwich, in Australia, Greeno, we call it the bench top. I like stories about pinatas, the McChicken. <laughs> The McChicken. Yeah, no, that's a McChicken. McChicken. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No, we what got the Mc, Yeah, we, no, no, we call it the McChicken. We call it the McChicken. Also. Okay. Yeah, but Why it's do you call a, it a sandwich? Sorry. It's, a, sorry. it's a burger, though. Sorry. The Macachaca. Um, <laughs> I, I just question. Why is it called a sandwich if it's in a burger bun? So I think anything can. I think anything between two slices, two pieces of bread, would be considered a sandwich. But I think because I when I say burger. I usually associate, uh, I usually associate burger with just like an actual hamburger, like a beef burger. Mm-hmm. And I know, okay. I know, I could say chicken burger, but to me, I don't know, chicken burger. See, see here's a, okay, uh, Damo, I'm going to pose it to you, sir. Protocols. Mm. Sandwich has to be between two slices of bread, correct? Yes. Whereas well, any burger is inside a a bun. Yes, correct. That's uh, nice, Gary. Mm. Pretty much what I would think, yeah. And I, I think when I think of a sandwich, I don't, you know, if I think of sandwich, I think of lettuce and lunch meat or something, you know, or you I know, think you can have Vegemite. a steak sandwich. It's just between yeah. two bits of bread. If you yeah. have steak in a roll, then it becomes it becomes burger slash roll territory. So what, about a, what about a long roll? I think I'm just used to sub. So you know. I think it's because I'm just used to. You know what? You know what? I think it's just because, like, when you go to a restaurant, you order a fried chicken sandwich. It is just that. It's a piece of fried chicken, uh, in between. Like, it's not necessarily like a, like when I think chicken burger or McChicken, it's like processed and breaded. Mm. And like, but like, yeah. yeah. And also, you know, Greeno's making the mistake of calling the McDonald's bun a bun. It's not technically a bun either. It's not even (laughs) technically food. I don't think. No, it's it's chemicals. Yeah, exactly. Image of a, a bun, correct. Sorry, to interrupt story. Uh, we can kick Pessy story so we back should, in the game. So we there, should be right? calling it the McChem. I, I like know. stories about <laughs> pinatas. The McLeod so, experiment, yes. So I ordered a McChicken, uh, and I I, I brought Did it you home. Find it's called start- a McChem, Pessy. Um. <laughs> started to started to eat it, and uh, my mouth was tingling, and I was like, oh. They gave me a spicy one by accident. Nice. Free spice. Uh, it was really good. That's my story. There you go. Oh, so it was a happy accident. I like stories about yeah. pinatas. Never Green. wanted it. Yeah. Got it by accident. It was delicious, and I will order it again. So what happened after lunch then? A very <laughs> spicy poo. Now, now, here's the question. What, like, was this a verbal order where you ordered the McChicken or was this an online order or did they just fuck up your order? No, this was, oh, this, this, this is what, uh, it was on the app. So I literally selected regular McChicken. Mm, but they've given you the spicy. They gave me spicy and it wasn't busy there. They had no excuse. They just weren't paying attention. But, yeah. you know. Admittedly, the kid's earning about a buck fifty an hour that works behind the counter. Yeah. Attention to detail. You can't be. You're not thinking a crack team uh, that's working behind the no, camera. You there. expect them to and do a bad job. Why yeah, would they, if they why don't, they if they do don't spit job? in your burger, you're actually you've actually had a good uh, a good meal. Yeah, it's good. You don't know their struggle. If I came home smelling like McDonald's every day, well, okay, well, I'd, I'd fillet myself, but other people might not <laughs> enjoy that. <laughs> I guess one of the advantages of uh, being COVID conscious, Greeno, and COVID safe is like now all of the fast food people have to wear masks all the time so you can be spit free 
uh, you know, Ooh. inconfidently moving forward. They can't be spitting on there. Have to take the mask down. Can't do that, Greeno. You'll be arrested. So yeah, it's good. it's good stuff. That's what it's the army's trolling for. Exactly. Nah, cool. Yeah. Nice, Gary. <laughs> the brave boys out there. Fucking oath. That's right. Serve your country. Get army reserve. Yeah. Uh, can we do another quick Greeno story time? I've got, I, I like stories, stories about pinatas. Been a big story week this week. Um, story heavy. Uh, yeah, very, very story heavy. Last week I had nothing. This week I've got a bunch. Yeah. Now, uh, I came across this little nugget uh, throughout the course of the week. Now, the the, the pay TV sports uh, content about to get cut off because mm. not paying for it. Yeah. But I stumbled across this in my, my Google Chrome where they, they keep on suggesting movies from an app called Tubi TV. Do you know what Tubi TV is, boys? I've never heard of Tubi TV. Uh, you ever heard of Tubi TV, Bessie? Yes, that's yes. Excellent, excellent. So you know what I'm talking about here. Well, so I this don't. is a fill me in. Yeah, I'm about to fucking get to it. That's the whole point of the story. Time. I'm not going to go. Oh, Pessy knows. Excellent. Go to the next segment. That whole oh, fucking point is more about story. <laughs> so I jump on TV, but I'm seeing all these suggestions. I'm like, this is fucking really, really weird. Like, I, it's kind of got my taste down pat because you know the algorithm mm. it, it spies on me. But at the same time, like, what is this, what is this Tubi TV? Yeah. And I jump on, and it's basically demo. It's a free. It's like YouTube uh-huh. for movies. Okay. But the movies that are so bad that no kind of like paying subscription app will pay to put on their chat on their app. <laughs> nice, Gary. So it's again. So again, yet again, for the second time this week, you're now rummaging around in somebody else's garbage. <laughs> Looking for shit. So you've now, gone to like the digital curbside of the internet and started rifling through DVD boxes. Spot on. And I found an opening nugget of gold because the first suggestion was a movie called Beer League. Now, have you seen the movie Beer League, Pessie? <laughs> the what movie? What? Be- oh, cool. Beer League with the uh, Artie Lang. Artie Lang. Fuck yes. Well done, sir. Give, and give Ralph Pessie and, nice oh, and Ralph yay. Macchio. It's about a beer league softball team that has Artie Lang and Ralph Macchio, and it's fucking as bad as it sounds when you hear about a movie that has Artie Lang and Ralph Macchio, but it was so bad it became good. And I'm like, oh, this, this channel is going to be unbelievable. It's also got other classics, demo like mm. Ernest Rides Again, which currently has a, a Rotten Tomatoes rating of sub 5%, which I didn't realize the movie could be rated that low. But that's the kind of quality tons of content I'm getting on Shuby TV. It's minus five. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Now, I checked out another, a start of another film the other day uh, called Harvard Man. Now, I remember seeing this back in the VHS stores years and years, oh, and years ago. Oh, with Tom Green? Uh, no, 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 not Tom Green. This one oh. has got Adrian Grenier, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, and oh, God. Uh, the chick from Chasing Amy. Now, the, the movie itself is about kind of like a, a Harvard basketball player who gets involved. He's dating a chick whose dad's in the mob and he throws games, blah, blah, blah. It's very blue chip-esque. Okay. But what really got me very early on in the film, uh, it starts very promising where Adrian Grenier is, is just pounding Sarah Michelle Gellar from behind to open the movie for like a minute and a half. And I'm like, we could be on to something here. This is this this film, like Tubi TV. Well done. Um, no, there we go. But I noticed something when I was watching the credits. I'm a weirdo. I like I watched the opening credits, make sure I'm paying attention. And I saw score 
Johann Sebastian Bach. Johann Sebastian Bach. I'm like, what's, what's going on here? And I realized about 40 minutes into the movie, the, the director or whoever's in charge of the music, the composer, I guess. Uh-huh. I can read the composer because that's the person that writes it. What, uh, Petsy, what's the term for the person who puts the music together for a film? Uh, composer? Yeah. yeah, but don't they have to write the music? Like Danny uh, Elfman is the composer because he creates it. If you just yeah. pick random songs and put it Score in Score director or something? Shit. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, it might be that. Remember, this guy's fucking gone. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try and like arts up this fucking movie. Okay. So he's just put all these random pieces of classical music back to back to back uh. to the point where you're irritated by all the classical music that plays throughout the first thirty minutes of the movie. Uh. And there's still another hour and a half to go. Are you sure? Are you sure? Off. Are you sure Christopher Nolan didn't do it, Greeno? There's no Christopher Nolan in there, no. But yeah. uh, just want to make you aware and, and the blockheads aware of the beauty that is Tubi TV. Tubi TV. Yeah, and uh, fun, another fun fact about Stealing Harvard, directed by James Toback, who in October 2017 was accused by 395 women for sexual harassment, including Rachel McAdams, Selma Blair, Natasha Leggero, Julianne wow. Moore. He got all of them. Chauvinists Fuck and yeah. sexists and misogynists and chauvinists and sexists. And- Another fun, another fun fact: the movie that Pessy just referenced is not the movie I was talking about. Oh, nice, nice, Gary. <laughs> Said Harvard man, Pessy. Sorry, sorry, Harvard sorry. No, I meant Harvard man. Yeah, that's what I. Meant. <laughs> I was thinking of stealing. I was thinking of stealing Harvard, the Tom Green movie. Still, Tom Green movie. Yes, yeah, spot on. Uh, this show is like unusually more off the rails than usual, but I'm loving it. It sounds like stealing Harvard, Pessy stole your heart. It stole my Harvard. Can you run? Can you run that uh, sexual harassment stat man for us again, Pessy? What, what what was that? Mm-hmm. Accusations against the director. So the director yeah. of um, yeah, so the director of Harvard man, James Toback. Yeah, he was uh, recently acquitted of all the charges, but he was accused by like 395 women in tw- as, <laughs> as early as tw- 2017 for like no, rubbing his dick and being creepy. That's a quite a go. tally, isn't it? 395. Fuck. Man. <laughs> quite, a, <laughs> quite a tally. That's what the women said when they saw it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's quite a nice little. Has he? Did he ever work with an Australian actress? That's good little tally whacker you got there, mate. Nice tally whacker. Yes. And uh, nice not surprisingly, <laughs> when you Google search James Toback, it says people also search for Brett Radner. Who's fucking? <laughs> who's Brett Radner? Another another director who's accused of a shit ton of sexual harassment cases. Yeah, uh, that's the X Men one. Wow. I think. Is everybody X Men? Not Rush Hour. Hour. Well, yeah, Rush uh, Hour. But these, history. let's be honest here. These all these first? sexual harassment, all of these sexual harassment cases, um, we're so desensitized now. Like three hundred and ninety, and you're like, wow, that's something, huh? Anyway, let's go to a break. You know, like <laughs> we've become so desensitize that stuff we just assume in hollywood that everybody is you know uh abusing slash raping everybody and we yeah. just like well we'll let them do it as long as they bring out good movies but let's let's well, be clear they're pushing that envelope aren't they, they if i pushed. can't if i can't if, if if i can't drag them into the street and kick them to death and you're not going to put them in jail mm. then i guess we just let them go no scary <laughs> Exactly. For the art, for the craft. Yeah, it's yeah, it's artistic. It's fine. <laughs> um, 
Should we uh, let's skip segment eight? Hey, can we go back to Kimmy's uh, segment five? Okay. What you Kimmy, Kimmy's hero douchebag. Okay. So this little segment we like to do on this show, Pessy, I'm going to let you be the, the deciding judge on this one. We do a little segment called Hero Douchebag where we take a situation where we're like, hey, this could go either way. This kid, this uh, this guy, this woman, they could either be a hero or a douchebag. And we just decide. We, we put it to normally the two people in the chat. But you can watch this and let us, let us know. Okay. All right, so, uh, Damo, explanation of the video we just watched for the podcast listeners. Okay, we've got a dangerous, like, these guys are fucking, they have no idea what they're doing. That is, like, I don't know why he's standing there holding a TV, uh, a large screen TV on a railing like that, on its edge like that. So he's got, like, basically two inches of rail for the whole TV to slip off instead of holding it sideways. Um so he's standing there, his mate's kind of, his buffed mate is halfway down the stairs holding his arms out as though he could reach the TV from there, but he's like eight feet away. Um, and then a little kid just comes up and just kind of, Greeno, would you say, whacks him in the nuts? Nice, Gary! Yeah. Whacks him in the nuts and it down goes the TV. In the kid's defense, he uh, the dad just had had his vaccination, just double-checking, test his ah, size. And yes, of course, because you've got to be safe. In, in, in retrospect, though, because hmm. uh, I, I never like I watched this clip very quickly, put in the rundown because Kimmy sent it through, uh-huh. and I was like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll watch it on the show. In retrospect, this is just set up for Google for clicks, right? Because mm-hmm. no, like, because what what's this like? What's the plan? Like, let's pretend the kid doesn't hit the dude in the nuts. Yep. What is the plan? Is the guy dropping the TV on the bloke below so we can catch it? Like, I obviously not. Just walking down the steps. This is set up so people click it, they share it on stupid shows like ours. Uh, and we have a bit of a giggle, and they get as many clicks on YouTube as they want. Absolutely. There you go, Greeno. So I don't know anything about uh, manual labor. You don't know anything about owning smart TVs. We fixed it. We solved it. We figured out this mystery. Yeah. There you go. It was a setup fake. For all we know, this guy signed up to some bizarre service where at any point during the day for like a month – a small child can attack you. Yes. Can and will attack you. Like similar to Michael <laughs> Douglas in the game. You know. Exactly. <laughs> Except it's a kid punching your dick at the most inconvenient time. <laughs> nice, Gary. You don't know when it's coming, but it is coming. That's the thing that really that's the thing that really fucks with your head. For the purposes of getting through this segment, though, we'll we'll go through the pointless exercise and pretend this is a real clip. Uh Pessy, <laughs> the kid, hero or douchebag? Um, I think the kid is, uh, I think the kid is, uh, sorry, I think the kid was a douchebag. <laughs> yes, the kid is not alive anymore. <laughs> well nice work, sir. Uh, yeah, man, I really got to start watching these clips before we put him in the rundown, eh? Well, hero or douchebag, I don't think the kid's either. I think the kid, because he's working for the, you know, hire a baby to punch you in the balls randomly uh, during a month. Mm. Because he's working for that. I guess he's just a working man. He's just earning a paycheck like everybody else. So he's not a hero. He's not a douchebag. But he is someone who, you know, he's going to provide, Greeno. He's going to provide for his family. He's already half worried to put a meal on the table. That's it. Uh, you know, we know. This could be a stunt kid. I know. And the hire a baby for 24 hours to punch you in the balls, PTY limited, Greeno. You know, they don't pay the best. You know, for example, they don't have dental. 
there, Greeno. They, yeah, they, they, uh, they tell us they tell us that our teeth are just going to fall out on their own, and we say that's bullshit. We deserve dental care. But not, not eligible for JobKeeper either. Yeah, is that right? Not enough employees. Yeah, hard, time. Mm. hard times for the little kids, punch stick, uh, et cetera, community. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Unless- now, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we try and be we try and be as positive as we can on this show. We try and look at the the half glass full, if you will. We don't like to dwell on the negative. Accentuate the positive, if you will, boys. You gotta now accentuate the positive. So uh, I'm trying to look at positives of COVID, and this week, uh, thankfully, I was reminded of the positives of COVID. Yep. When I realized 1,152 of them, ladies and gentlemen, COVID positive cases out there. Greeno joining the, the ranks of the positive COVID cases there. Fantastic work, Greeno. Different no? positive, sir. Oh, different. I'm trying to look at oh. stuff, stuff that COVID has improved in this world. Oh, okay. Like I said, my ability to not have to do really like pointless shit. Uh, like take my son to a hospital. Uh, don't, don't want to do that anymore. That's good. The That's temptations, the, the temptations of attending uh, bars and fine dining establishments have now been removed from my options, Greeno. So I no longer feel yeah. tempted to go and have a good night out. But once again, I don't now positive. Uh, I don't have to pay twelve dollars for a schooner. That's true. Nice, Gary. It's mm. very true. You do have to pay seven I, grand in a wily scheme to get free booze, though. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, free booze, sir. Yeah, free, free booze. Free booze. That's how we work. <laughs> um, I was, I was, I was reminded this week of a positive of the last twelve months uh-huh. uh, of COVID. You got your the AIDS fact- results back. Oh well, done. that as well. Yeah, no, well, that's a different thing. We'll talk about that off show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> admit for the last twelve months we haven't had to put up with. Celebrity uh, red gala events. Mm, no red carpets, Greeno. And this week, I was reminded why it was such a positive last year because I had to had to sit through the Met Gala and the VMAs. Oh, okay. Now I, I like to, stories I about pinatas. Pardon me, sir. I have a question. What is the Met Gala? I don't know what the Met uh, is because when I first heard, uh, I'm gonna. You know, who, who, whichever fucking celebrity it was that was like, I'm not trading this in for the Met. I assumed, you know, that she was talking about the New York Mets, Greeno. No, that's right. <laughs> and I thought this celebrity is like, you know what? I'm a big baseball fan, but I'm not doing this just to go to the baseball. Turns out, no, it's some kind of no. some kind of shindig where all these rich assholes rub up against each other and, you know, mm-hmm. drink cocktails and stuff. And it's like, oh, okay, well, aren't there already a million of those anyway? What are you really missing out on? Yeah, so you had VMAs and Met Gala. Now, the Met Gala, to answer your question, uh, was formerly known as the Costume Institute Gala or a Costume Institute Benefit and now known as the Met Ball. Uh, It's an annual fundraising gala for the benefit of Metropolitan Museum of Arts Costumes Institute. So once again, uh, just a a big big, big wank fest. (laughs) A big wank fest where everyone gets to jerk off on each other about how great and rich they are. Nice, Gary! Now, the day before, you know, you had the VMAs. So once again, big red carpet event and a whole bunch of just crazy shit going on there. Okay. Uh, traffic and dresses and, and a whole bunch of, like, pointless things. Uh, the big takeaway from that, apparently Benefer 2.0 is back in action official. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. 
you also had Megan Fox uh, introduce herself in a, a very uh, see-through uh, thing. Uh, uh, no titty shown, no badge, but, you know, everything else is visible. <laughs> Uh, but she's now dating some dude named Machine Gun Kelly. I don't know what a Machine Gun Kelly is. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who he is. I don't, I'm not going to acknowledge him. Just, just white. He's there's there's this there's this weird new genre of like white rapper where half their music sounds like Blink One Eighty Two, like '90s pop punk, but they. You told me you loved me, and then you walked out on me. Oh my like basically God. <laughs> brutal uh which uh, then brings me to the other uh link to that is apparently now the drummer from blink 182 is banging a kardashian is he really oh, so that, scary. that's what i took from the vmas uh red carpet and the met gala the kardashians uh, have really dropped off haven't they once upon a time it was nba stars and kanye west mm. and now they're banging drummers green oh, oh wait God. hold on so wait you're saying that the you say you're saying that the drummer from uh blink 182 managed to hook up with the one kardashian that likes white guys yes. <laughs> True. Correct. Sir. That's right. That's true. Lucky Richard, man. Yes. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> so there was one positive from COVID, Damo. The yeah. fact we didn't have to deal with that shit last year, thankfully. Uh, uh, this year, unfortunately, though, the self, you know, <laughs> self satisfaction and the the grandstanding is back. Yeah. Uh, where everyone's talking about, oh, you know, the country is still so poor and all these unemployed people, but. Let's whack on a $55,000 dress and, and dress up as much bling as possible. Yeah. How many different dresses can J-Lo wear in a day? Let's let's find out yes. in this week's edition of Women's Day. Yes. Um, she is a costume change fiend, isn't she? <clears throat> the old J-Lo. Ooh, are, you, are you happy about Benefit Greeno or are you uh, a little sad for Ghana? Nah, fuck Ghana. Oh, I have no interest in Ghana. I find her boring. I find her very, very plain. She's like she's like a pancake. It's, a pancake. it's a still a Mitch Hedberg joke yep. where it starts, like, ah, exciting pancakes, and next you know, like, I'm fucking sick of pancakes. You're fucking that's what, sick of them. Sick of them. That's right. Um, I feel that's Jennifer Garner. She's very boring. She seems very She seems judgmental to me. Judgmental? <laughs> yeah, she just seems like the kind of person that would give you a lecture. Such a, Ooh, like, such a personal like, accusation to make. She's so judgmental. It's like, hang on, like, judging that like if I, Jennifer Garner. Like, she's another like person. If I went to okay. get a, th- a third beer for dinner, she'd be giving me that look. Like, really? It's funny you really say that because there's a famous clip from Conan, I swear to God, where she, like, bitchingly, like in a really bitchy manner, tries to correct his grammar and he pulls out a dictionary and fucking corrects her back. Yes. <laughs> right. See, I just get that vibe about her that she just yeah. seems like holier than now. Just a stuck always up. Li- lips are always pursed. Yes, yeah. that's true. That was hilarious. Like, even when she first came out, what was that show? Alias? Remember that? Alias, that's right. Yeah. And I remember my wife back then was like, oh, God, I hate this bitch. I'm like, why? And she's like, because she's always doing, like, this pouty, kissy face all the time. And mm. once I once I heard that, I was like, Jesus Christ, that's true. Like, it doesn't matter what conversation's being had. It's always the same dumb expression on her face. Imagine trying Basically. to have a conversation with somebody about the bench top or the countertop or whatever, and they're looking at you like that in response, yeah. you know? Imagine trying to have your your uh, condiment cold war with someone right. who was just always judging you. I couldn't, couldn't yeah. do it. You'd have to you'd that, have to bury them in the backyard. There'd be no other. Yep. That that alias debate. I remember the 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 big battle back then was alias v. What was the Jessica Alba show? 
Uh, um, seamless flash. Dark Angel. Like, Dark Angel. Well done. Yeah, baby. Nice, um, yeah, that was it. Was the battle because they they were both kind of spy shows, um, and it was like oh, they're kind of similar, but Alias seemed to rate higher. But there was, was glut, there was a glut of those. Like for whatever reason, there was a glut of spy shows because around the time wasn't that also like twenty four? Um, nah, this was a little bit before twenty four. Uh, not much before, before. Not much before, man. Pretty close. Pretty close, but not not quite. It was it was more the the chick kind of like super spy type theme. Buffy the Vampire the Slayer was around as well. Yeah, you had Buffy, you had Angel uh, all around those times. And they used to put them yeah. like really late at night. <laughs> you, had Buffy, you had Buffy, Dark Angel, um, and Ally McBeal, Greeno. It's like all of these crime-fighting females. Murphy Brown. Murphy Brown. <laughs> in, the same, in the same group. Candace Bergman can throw a punch, I tell you. Yeah. She's like an old rooster. When you back her into a corner, she starts pecking at you. Hey, hey, you guys remember that episode of Murphy Brown where she just beats the living fuck out of everyone out of the office? Nice, Gary! Slamming people's heads against the desks into the keyboards. Sue's miles for sexual harassment. Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> we find it. That's why she goes through secretary screener. They don't get fired. She fucking beats them up and throws them out physically. Yeah. Oh, call the Turn window that- guys again. Murphy just fired another secretary. Turns out the dude that was painting a house for nine seasons was actually a sex slave. Just couldn't leave. Yeah, he was gimped, <laughs> gimped up. Yeah. <laughs> why are we talking Murphy? Fuck me. We're talking Murphy Brown. Murphy like, Brown. I love I wasn't it. a big Murphy <laughs> Brown watcher. I think that was a little bit. Murphy Brown, I think, was winding too serious up. About this well, no, it was happened. winding up by the time I was old enough to start knowing what I cared about to watch, if that makes sense, you know? So I think by the time well, we were like 13, 14, Murphy Brown was already done, wasn't what it? What were your like what were your like top three uh shows growing up? Like sit like sitcom. Like for me, like for example, like for me, it was the Drew I watched the Drew Carey show. I watched, uh, what's it called? Um, oh, God, I had it on the tip of my tongue. I'll have to get back to you. But yeah, Drew Carey's show was a big one for me. See, um, I think we're, we're a little bit younger than you there, Pessy. Oh, sorry, older. Yeah. Sorry, but you're younger than us. Uh, mm. So for us, it was like Urkel. Oh, yeah, yeah, Family Matters. Yeah, Family Matters. It was those kind of shows. It was oh, Perfect Fresh Strangers. Prince. Fresh Prince. And, and Fresh Prince. That would have been the sitcoms at the time. Perfect Strangers. Did you guys ever watch Wayne's Brothers? No. I was like Simpsons and Seinfeld. I was like Simpsons and Seinfeld were like the two. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like in between eras, right? So like I kind of watched what you guys did, but I also watched what like my my, little bit of everything, yeah. They were on Drew Carey show. I love that because I was a little bit older. Love that show. That that was... Cleveland Rocks. Cleveland rocks. I actually have. Hold on. I actually. Uh, you guys keep talking. I'll be back. I'm gonna take a picture of this. Oh, okay. He's, <laughs> going, he's going to take a picture, Greedo. Nice. While Pessy's off uh, doing his photography class, let's do this <laughs> segment, bro. People, People are fast. All right. What do you got? It's good, it's good to have this one back. Uh, I came across this article uh, d- during the week. If you can pull up the picture for me, please, sir. There we go. Uh, rapper, uh, I can't see this dude's name. Can you read it for me? Uh, okay, yeah. Rapper Dan Sir Greeno, Dan Sir, claimed he's the mm-hmm. first person on the planet to have gold chains for hair 
which he says hangs from hooks surgically implanted into his head, Greeno. Nice, Gary! No, no, no. No nice, Gary, bro! People are fucked. Look at his his little chain there. It's like a little lion. A lioness, I think you'll find, Greeno, on his chain. Yeah, hear me out here, right? If you've sat there and surgically implanted, you know, 50 to 60 gold change chains into your hair. Yeah. Is there a need to still wear a gold chain around your neck? <laughs> I guess when I guess there's always a need, isn't there? Mm. No. I DM'd next- you guys something on Twitter, by the way, just because uh, we're talking Drew Carey show. So okay. if you guys uh, wanted to see a little something I have in my collection there. Well, while well, he's uh, <laughs> looking, looking at the DM. Uh, can we can we show question- that or not? If you want, okay. Currently worth two hundred and fifty. Currently worth like two hundred bucks, as far as I know. Really? That's oh, incredible. You, you'd never sell that thing. That's sensational. No, I'm never getting rid no, of it. I found it covered great. in dust. All right. So for the the podcast listeners, uh, you own this doll, Pessy. Yeah, it's still sealed. That's sensational. It's a Mimi Bobek doll. Now, you have to be a Drew Carey fan to understand who the fuck Mimi, Mimi Bobek is, yeah. but it, it is a spot-on likeness. Yeah, it's also, <laughs> it's also Greeno, for ages over three. Uh, as re- yeah. re- Imagine the disappointment on your daughter's face. <laughs> no, this, this one's for, this this one's for daddy. Christmas morning. This is daddy's doll. Joke's on you guys. The joke's on you guys. This is what Barbie looks like now. No, <laughs> the new Barbie. <laughs> finally, finally a Barbie we can all enjoy. I feel seen. <laughs> oh, uh, nice one. Um, no, we doing? Oh, doing Barbie. That was your fault, that one. That was your fault. You wanted it. Bro, people are fucked. Uh, my question, uh, do you reckon that dude also has uh, the, the gold chains on the pubes? Or just the top? Mm, uh, I don't know. Would you have like that long pubic hair though? I mean, look how how can you curl a gold chain, Greeno? I think they have to go a curl, maybe something thin, uh, more like yeah, just a thin necklace band, something that's already kind of like pre-curled, similar to a candelabra. Yeah, I'm thinking like something like the width of, say, you know, a coat hanger, Greeno, curled. You know, in like a little work. spiral, and we could attach the them spiral. to the pubis. It's called the pubis, you know, <laughs> the, the area, you, you, the area above the penis. <laughs> that kind of the pubis. That's your. Uh, that's right. That that patch there. That's your pubis. So we could put some hooks in him and attach attach the little curled wires, uh, like coat hanger wire, sticking out towards the penis, Greeno. That could work. Also. <laughs> Good, good spot to, to so you don't lose your keys. <laughs> you, you, you won't lose your keys, and people always know you're coming. Nice, Gary. Can't sneak up on anybody. All right, let's go to this one before we go to a break, demo. I saw this trail, the anniversary of Alana Morissette's Jagged Little Pill uh, coming up, and uh, she was a little bit disappointed this week uh, where she she was trying to do, they were doing a documentary. They're like, hey, Alanis, like, let's, uh, 
let's make sure we, we'll get the plugs out there. We'll we'll do these kind of things. We'll do a doco about the history of Jagged Little Pill. Let's time to do it. time to do one of those PR whirlwind. You do all the talk shows, Greeno. You do the uh, yeah. you know you like you said the podcast. You sit down. Your Women's Day articles, Greeno, become a thing. Your yeah. women's magazines. Spot on. So Alanis Morissette, she's been unhappy this week because she's come out and had to point it out going the HBO documentary Jagged. This is not the story I agreed to tell. Uh, so so basically, in, to surmise, uh, Alanis has, has gone up there and is like, look, this is this is what I want to tell about the the particular, the background and you know the history of the album and, and whatnot uh, to plug. The, the re-release of the 20th anniversary, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. The, the the document documenter, documentarian uh, has gone, well, we're going to go do interviews with everyone. They've put out a, a, a documentary, which may tell a different tale to what Alanis was trying to say. Um, so to surmise, though, Alanis was trying to do a media puff piece to, to flog some records and has now got a hit piece it's a bit ironic, though, Damo. Oh. Well, <laughs> well, in my, well, in my opinion, when oh, HBO... come on, man. That was fucking worth the setup. <laughs> I mean, in, in my... Guys, but, like, in my opinion, you know, when HBO... If HBO comes up to you and they're like, we want to do a documentary about you and it doesn't... And it turns out to be a little salacious, I mean, you ought to know. <laughs> it's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection. The perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we are in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs. Call now, and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry. If you need to cover your wall, it works. Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet we also have the hat cam where i showcase my myriad of great looking hats here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately i i hope your next hat is a bullet jesus christ what are you fucking asian dick crazy <laughs> you <laughs> why do you, why do you have to ruin my evening? Like I, I was just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, get, you gotta, you just gotta do this. Without the hat, so you're not enjoying it? No, <laughs> dude. Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. secretly you enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in in Argentina. But it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. And I oh, hate come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so, 
Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Back in the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Well, we have the back announce where you have to wait for the music to go for about six and a half minutes before you can start talking, and I have to wait longer and longer each week, and I still feel like I'm going in too early. No, Gary! Uh, <laughs> that, that was a good gag by Pessy before we went to the break, though. That was much better than my line, I must admit. Well, they were both kind of the same, you know. <laughs> yeah, so cheesy, so, but good. Like, both, yeah. It's good. Soul like, sucking. I feel like, yeah. feel like if we had like some canned laughter, would have been fucking right on cue for both of our jokes. There, yeah, we both <laughs> equally deserve a slap. So, so. slap each other. Nah, nah. I'm gonna give ourselves a nice guy. He did a nice guy for me and Percy nice for our bad Gary. joke. Bro. One each. Had a boy. Big sport talk, Percy. Are you into sport at all, Percy? Like, yeah, you keen on any kind of sport? Ca- casual, casual enjoyer. I guess you would say like, I, I enjoy baseball. it. Like, yeah. Like if the wife's watching basketball, I'll watch it. Um, I'm more of a slam ball man. I don't know if you remember slam ball, which was full contact trampolines? basketball with trampolines on the court. Yes. That's, that's more my speed or MXC, you know, confused Japanese people getting hurt on obstacle courses. Oh, I don't know. Well, I love an obstacle course. Traditional Damn sport. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say so traditional sports? Like, did you have one called It's a Knockout over there? It's a Knockout. Let me see. It's a Knockout, knockout. was like a stadium um, sport, kind of, not really a sport, where usually I guess like two families, was it, Greeno, would go up against each yeah, other? Yeah, I think it was. It was, like, oh my it was God. like Gladiators, but the PG version of it. Right? No, we had, uh, we had Guts, which was uh, Gladiators with kids. Oh, Kid Gladiators. Did you yeah. have Canadian gladiators? No, we had American gladiators. Oh, <laughs> Just American no. gladiators. Nice, Gary. <clears throat> Didn't they even had, have your own had, gladiators? Yeah, we had Australian gladiators. Now, uh, there was one very attractive female gladiator, which got all the boys excited. We were like 12, 13 when the show came out. But then there was like six other women that were like semi-attractive but very muscly. That just put a lot of confused messages through our prepubescent brains. We didn't know how to feel because they were in like tight lycra and they had big racks, but then they could bench press like both yeah. of us simultaneously. And you're they like, had, they had a jawline. They had a jawline like Johnny Bravo, Greener. <laughs> yeah, that as well. Um, so we had to we had to hang our hat on Delta. Uh, there was there was the the glamour of the, the soul, show. She's never con- feminine one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she never competed in any events though. No, nope. because I tried to Google. Try, 
tried to Google it recently. I'm like, I wonder what, what events Delta was in. And we, we saw pictures of her. And I'm like, oh, yeah, she was she was a star. Our, our minds were right. And then she was just never in any co- competitions. No. They just put her up there. She came out. She smiled. Maybe she was at the end of the gauntlet, perhaps, when yes. no one ever got to. No, she if any, um, if, she'd be any, if she'd be in any part of the gauntlet greener, she'd be at the start because it's like, who cares? You put your strongest one at the back. So she would have been the yeah, first they, one that they run past when they're fit and full of uh, oxygen and full of, you know, enjoyment and, and adrenaline green. That's it. Yeah. yeah, get her out of the way and make her earn a paycheck. Exactly. Um, yeah, <laughs> fair call. They put Fury or someone at the arse end. That's right. The, the, tie, the that's Taipan the or something greener. Yeah, no, Taipan was the bloke, though. Yeah, but didn't they have girls and guys in the gauntlet, though? I think you'll find. No, it was it was because yeah, you had you both two competitions. You had a chicks chick competition and a guys competition. Oh, that's a shame because it would have been fun for to watch the guys beat the shit out of the girls with the big padded uh, baseball bats. Greener. Are you are you cancelling nineteen uh, nineties television shows? Sir? Yes, for not being equal enough. Nice. Yay. Yeah. Yep. What we do on the show, Percy? We, we like we like to cancel things. Yeah. We try like take a new age thing, realize things were offensive, cancel them. Yeah. Do you, what do you want to get oh. rid of? Pick something. Um, okay. All right. Okay. Cool. Uh, oh, example. Man. We, we've we've cancelled eighties Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Had to oh, get rid of him. Okay. Because okay. we got rid of him. It doesn't matter. That's in the past. We're cancelling him though. Not not current Eddie Murphy. We're cancelling historic Eddie Murphy. All right. Um, I'd like to cancel breakfast burritos. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Um, I think to take I think to take a uh, a a culturally significant and delicious meal like the burrito. Yes. And basically go, hey, hmm, let's put five things that are a singular texture into this tortilla. Yes. And that's how I'm going to start off my day. You're baking, that's disgusting. You're, eggs. you're disgusting. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Beans. Do you put beans never, in there? Is there is beans in there? In a breakfast beans? burrito? I don't know. I've only ever had one once or twice, and I was very disappointed. They're always wet. Mm, I've it's like, like, soggy. Like, <laughs> like soggy. It's just like give me a nice sausage, you know, sausage and egg sandwich. Mm. Like give me a good, you know. I've had a but, burrito. Uh, I've had a gas station burrito for breakfast, but it was not a breakfast burrito, if that makes sense. Like it was a regular yes. kind of beef mm. tomato y one. You're right about the sogginess, but I think here's a key point, Pessy. Does the burrito come like is it a microwave one that you chuck in the microwave yourself for like a minute, or is it in a oh. pie warmer? You know what I mean. Okay, so I'm talking different. about, I'm talking about when you order one at a restaurant because, like, if you're oh, pulling okay. out, if you're pulling out a frozen burrito filled with egg, yes, for breakfast, <laughs> and throwing that in your microwave, <laughs> you deserve whatever gastrointestinal fucking holocaust happens to you <laughs> later nice, on in the day. I'll, I'll take it a step further. I feel that there's some cultural insensitivity when it comes to the, the breakfast burrito mm. that I think we're, we're missing. You know, they're, they're, I feel that eggs are disparaging to the the Mexican heritage of the burrito. Like, is there, is there even a chicken in burrito uh, in, in Mexico? I feel that they're, they're insulting what the true historical significance of a burrito is. No, so you, I, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. So yeah. you, you think that there's no chickens in Mexico. <laughs> uh, for the purposes of make me cancelling something, yes. fuck it. You don't, need, you don't need facts to cancel things nice, these days. That's no true. chickens, only pollos. In my, in my work <laughs> view of the cancellation world, we're going to pretend that there's no chickens in Mexico. Only They're roosters. All important. Yeah. 
Only roosters. They're all imported. Uh, imported which is taking, roosters for the cockfights. <laughs> which is making, which is taking money out of the Mexicans' pocket for the peso. My apologies. Pesos um, out of your pockets, there, Puyos. Pesos out of the pockets, which means all the more reason to fucking cancel this breakfast burrito. Good. It's about time. It's about time. Nice, somebody did something. Look down the big boys at fucking the breakfast burrito. They've been fucking sitting up on their high horses for too long. Yeah. These breakfast burrito corporate shills. Big burritos. Bring them down a big, or two. big burrito and their standover bully boy tactics. I'm glad fucking Pessy had the courage to come on this show and fucking stand up to the big breakfast burrito boys. Or as they're known to the authorities, Greeno, the cartel. Cartel, exactly. <laughs> Them and their chicken-free fucks in Mexican tax havens. I can't stand for it anymore. Why, <laughs> why is there powdered egg on a burrito? Fuck you. There's no, there's no chickens crime. in Mexico. That's a war crime. <laughs> that's, oh, that's why they use the powdered eggs, because there's no chickens in Mexico. Yeah. So you, they're actually – so the powdered egg burrito is, like, more authentic mm. than real egg, because in Mexico, of course, they have no eggs. Exactly. <laughs> they don't even – they don't even turn the powdered egg into egg. They just sprinkle it inside the burrito. <laughs> like <laughs> salt. Yeah, when you when you take a bite out of it and cough, there's like a dust cloud. <laughs> no, and and Frank. Hey, one thing. And Frank wouldn't mean seen dead with a fucking breakfast burrito. That tells you all you need to know. <laughs> Let's talk some F1. Um, we were talking about sport about eight minutes ago, weren't we? I'm a Statman. Uh, <laughs> not a man. We got Daniel Ricciardo. This is a fucking nice Gary. Nice Gary. Uh, nice Gary. Daniel Ricciardo wins his first race in the better part of three, three 2018. Years, 2018. Three years. Yep. 2018. It's McLaren's first win since 2012. It's its 1-2 since 2010. That's incredible. Uh, unbelievable race. Fucking welcome they, and a nice Gary to nice McLaren. Gary. Because thank fuck there's another team doing something. Thank you, McLaren. Thank you, McLaren. It's been it's been Max Verstappen versus uh, Lewis this year, yeah. and oh man, I don't know if you saw. Did you see anyone see the crash between Lewis and Max Verstappen no. in the Monza race? No. Basically, Lewis was almost decapitated, but thankfully for the halo, uh, really goes to show like the the serious safety measures that they implemented in these cars. The halos look stupid, but literally saved Lewis's life because Max went mm. spun went over the top of him and. The wheel still spun on Lewis's head, even with the halo there. And it's unfortunate. Um, it's unfortunate he wasn't critically wounded. Nice, Gary. Mm, very sad. Good news, no demo. Lewis was able to show up to the Met Gala two days later. Oh, that's lovely. Nice, yeah. Gary. Was he wearing a vest, Greeno? I think there was a vest. Yeah. Is it a black Definitely. tie event? The gala. Definitely. The Met. The Met Gala it was the costume thing we talked about like a segment ago. Yeah, I know. I'm just dragging it yeah. out. <laughs> That's it. Uh, let's give Mercedes a nice Gary, though, for, okay. for this pick. Nice I think you just tweet. Mm-hmm. So uh, M- M- Mercedes is so used to fucking winning. They've just got all this excess champagne lying around. McLaren, don't expect to fucking win many races. Don't expect to get on the podium. So Mercedes. So they're so cheap, they don't even order champagne. <laughs> they, had, they had champagne, but the Mercedes team went over and like, hey, guys, if you got enough for, to make sure everyone's got any, and they shipped over crates of champagne. That is a nice, nice game. To make sure. Gary. 
to make sure the uh, the McLaren team hadn't won in literally yeah ten years yeah. Uh, got there there enough to be able to celebrate with everyone and have have a good night. Apparently, not the first time it's happened uh, in F one. Oh, they the they sad- kind of the media tries to portray portray it as like. Every team hates each other, but they're actually a real like family environment behind the scenes. Well, was, like, uh, the thing is, off. remember when we were in Melbourne, right, for the F1 mm-hmm. Grand Prix, and we were staying in the hotel. This is actually a little impromptu. I like time. stories about pinatas. We were staying in the same hotel as a lot of the Formula One staff. Um, staff, that's right. We were not, right across the, the road. Yeah, no, yeah. none of the stars. They get their own shit. We were with like the kind of blue collar catering staff. Caterers, yeah, that's yeah. right. The Williams caterer that we had a chat with. That's right. So what you what you soon discover is, um, the divisions in Formula One are not between team versus team when it comes to the regular people because all of the all of like the low level workers from all the teams hung out together, right? So yeah. They're all in the same boat. Remember, remember, we uh, we interviewed that chick. I we recorded a couple of interviews on my phone, and then I fucking lost my phone. Isn't nice, nice Gary. And um, so remember, we spoke to that chick. Uh, she worked as a she caterer. Was a William, she was the Williams caterer. Yeah, Williams, and she'd been doing it for like six years or something. And uh, one either me myself or Greeno asked her something like, "Wow, doing this for six years, that must be pretty amazing to be able to travel around and stuff." And she looked us both dead straight in the eyes. <laughs> Like unflinching, not laughing or anything, and she says to us, "I wish I was dead." No, <laughs> swear to God, she's like, "I hate my life," and like she finished yeah. a cigarette. She was like Polish or something, right? I yeah. wish I was dead. <laughs> I hate my life, and she stubbed out a cigarette, and walked inside. It was fucking hilarious. It was, yeah, it just went to show the, uh, I guess the demands of celebrity when it comes to these multi like because uh, everyone's just fucking rich as when it comes to formula one yeah. and these are low-level employees probably earning like they earn more than a regular kind of caterer or no chef, but- they don't they earn less because like so the travel is considered part of the pay part of their perks yeah true 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 yeah. uh but yeah this chick was just cold she's a real cool chick we chatted her for like half hour and then we, we asked her like some questions and that's when she got cold she's no man, head to my left. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not here to talk about work. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Stop asking me questions. Leave me alone. I'm going back to the hotel. Um, so I'm a bit F1, but yeah, nice to see. You. I saw a video today where Daniel Ricciardo got to. He got to choose where the trophy went in the McLaren factory. Oh yeah. And he chose next. He's like, look, I just wanted to put my trophy next to Ayrton Senna, and he chose when Ayrton won in uh, Adelaide in 1993. Okay. Because Dan was at that race. So it was a nice little bit of history where Daniel Ricciardo was a young Australian kid dreaming of being a racer, watched Ed and Senna win in Adelaide 1993, and he got to put his trophy there 20 odd years, oh, 18 years later next to Ed and Senna's trophy. So I thought that was nice, a nice Gary. Nice, Gary. And just quickly, Greeno, I think the story of McLaren is so fucking – if you're not a Formula 1 fan, you won't give a fuck about this. But McLaren, the, the case study of McLaren is so weird because – they were so successful for so long, and then the drop-off was, like, immediate and then for mm. a decade. You know, like, they were winning, 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 winning. Remember the days of, like, Mika Hakkinen versus Ferrari, Greeno, when the McLarens yeah. were fucking kicking ass? It was McLaren versus Ferrari every week. So now, yeah. and but then, like, for whatever happened, they lost a big sponsor or something, and they just went through the fucking floor. Remember they had to get, uh, they nah, changed engine the, manufacturers. It was, it was the rule changes just before uh, Lewis went to Mercedes mm-hmm. 
and Mercedes were already well ahead on those rule change cars, while McLaren was still fighting for a championship. So they were like years behind. And then Lewis, that's when Lewis jumped ship, and yep. then Mercedes have been behind the eight ball ever since because they stopped development. McLaren. Remember, they're like, well, no, just in general, they stopped all the testing during the year. Right. And that's when, so McLaren was behind two years, then they banned testing during the year. So then it's taken these other teams 10 years to catch up to Mercedes. 10 years. Yeah. Uh, Mercedes and Red Bull were just so far streets ahead because yeah. they sucked at that time when they implemented those rule changes. Very good. So nice, they developed, Gary. Uh, and I just want to add, Pessy, obviously a big motorsports fan, right, Pessy? <laughs> Die hard. Apologies, Pessy. We've gone off on an F1 team. Oh, no, no, no. No, you guys got me all wrong. I wasn't, I wasn't like unable to engage. I was just, I was just, I was just playing with my dick while you guys talked about it. It's how much I love motorsport. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, ball size update for us, Pessy. Everything, everything in order? Organic case. Oh, yeah. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, excellent. Good to know. Um, let's do an MLB stat man before we go. So. I'm a stat man. We've got four of them today. We've got uh, Corbin Birds and Josh Hader combined for the ninth note hitter in MLB this year, the most in MLB history. Uh, Burns and Hader combined for 16 strikeouts, the most ever in a combined no hitter. Uh, you also had the Yankees during the week win their 82nd game of the season, clinching their 29th straight winning season. Uh, it's the second longest streak in MLB history trailing 39 straight seasons by the Yankees between 1926 and 1964. You had Salvador Perez hit his 45th home run today as a catcher, which ties the most ever by a catcher in MLB history with Johnny Bench. And uh, Jim Enward sent through this one. We didn't do Jim Enward's story of the week this week because I'd already loaded it with a whole bunch of Greeno story time. We, it, it, became, it became skipping that. So, you know, congratulations, Jim. You become part of skipping that this week. But we did throw your story into MLB Statman instead because Max Scherzer Scott, got his, his 3,000th career strikeout in a gem via the Padres. Uh, he became the 19th player in Major League history to get 3,000 strikeouts. Think of all the pitchers that have ever pitched in MLB. Only 19 have got 3,000 strikeouts. It's pretty fucking impressive. Yeah. Uh, and he also did so on a day where he did an immaculate inning and he carried a perfect game into the eighth inning. So he, he basically got everyone out without anyone getting on base for eight innings, got his 3,000 strikeout and did an immaculate inning, which basically means nine pitches, three strikeouts. That was the inning. I was I was thinking immaculate inning must mean something like getting on base without having to take a swing at it. Uh, no, that's just a pass ball. Okay. That was, uh, a, very, that was yeah. a very poorly thought out biblical reference joke on my end. So I'm going to give no, myself one of those. You dick. Yeah. You dick. Uh, that, that's the end of stat band. Now, can, can I be uh, a little bit self-indulgent, uh, if I may, before we wrap up the show? Please. You, or before you, we... You're rummaging through garbage. You can take whatever you like. That's it. Uh, big moment for, for Greeno this week. Won my first ever sports award really? throughout the course of this hey. week. Nice, 30, Gary. 38 years of age. I'm good with numbers, not good at sport. But I finally won a fucking sports award, won the Rookie of the Year at our, at our club presentation this year. <laughs> rookie of the Year. Nice, Gary. 38. Which seems a bit weird. I'm like, fucking really? I want, like, the coach messaged me because I didn't go to the Prezzo because it was all virtual and it was on Facebook. I'm like, don't have Facebook. He's like, this, well, sign up. Like, this, well, could fuck, be turned in, this could be turned into a Disney movie, Greener. We could call it, it the could Rookie. Be. 
The rookie. No, we've, we've seen you. that movie. That's Dennis Quaid, baby. No, no, no. We'll, no, we'll call, <laughs> no, no, great. We'll call it the rookie, and it'll be about you getting rookie like of the it. year at thirty-eight. What do you think? Like, I, like I don't it. think we'll have any problems. Nah, I think it's going to be. I'm sure there's no legal, legally, no legal issues there. Not with, not, <laughs> not, not with a company like Disney. Nah, they're fine. They're, they're, good. they're good eggs over there. They are. Like support the little man. Organic eggs. Um. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Not in Mexico, though. Not in Mexico because they got no chickens. Only only no roosters. Chickens. Only roosters mm. for the cockfights, bro. <laughs> so I was wrapped, but I was filthy because I could sit there on my hand. I won the award. I couldn't attend a presentation because we're in lockdown, uh-huh. and I don't get a fucking trophy. Mm. So all, all that joy. Oh, so you, now you've missed out. See, this is the thing. This is the thing. COVID is robbing you of life experience. You missed out on the experience, your glory moment, like the best and fairest or whatever. You drink some mm. punch, you get loose, you tell stories about games, you get up on stage, you do a little speech, you get the pats on the back, Reno. I mean, you missed yeah. out on all of that shit. All of it. All of it. Couldn't couldn't happen. So but in, in any event, did I was you wrapped. sit did you sit in front of a Zoom call and go, Wow, thanks guys. I guess I'll pop my own champagne here. Um, no, well, well, that goes at this impromptu story time. So I I, I like stories about pinatas. I, I, I didn't really be paying attention. I didn't get a text message or anything. And then I jump online, check out the website, and they're like, oh, by the way, presentations this this Saturday uh, on Facebook. So I messaged the coach. I'm like, hey, man, just seen that, you know, there's a presentation this week. Uh, th- firstly, thanks for letting me know. Secondly, don't have no Facebook, bro. Uh, do you have a, do you another ha- do you have some another way I can log in and watch? And they're like, no, no, no. If you want to, if you want to go to the presentation, you got to sign up to Facebook. I'm like, well, <laughs> mate, you don't know me, you don't know me very well, do you? Because I don't even QR code in, bro. So, <laughs> like, again, well, I'm not giving no details. Again, Greeno, Greeno stating, yeah, Greeno stating uh, open violation of current health guidelines is purely satirical in nature and not representative yeah. of anything factual in the world ever at any point. Yeah. <laughs> Spot on. So, so I'm like, so I was expecting him to come back with, oh, uh, you know, yep, here's the alternative. Here's, you know, we're going to do it through Zoom as well. We're going to do it through MS Teams. We're going to do it through WhatsApp, blah, blah, blah. I got nothing. It was basically sign to Facebook or don't come. So I'm all fucking, I'm not going to come. That's how I roll. You're not going to your own awards ceremony. And, and once again, I assumed the fact that he was just like, oh, it, firstly, I didn't know about it. I had to find out about the award ceremony myself. And secondly, that they're like, oh, yeah, unless you sign up, you can't see. Wow. I'm like, why well, ain't winning shit? So then I wake wow. up the next morning and get a It sounds like you're a really val- – as the rookie of the year, it sounds like you're a really valued member of this organisation, Greener. 100%. So then I wake up the next morning, assuming I haven't won shit, I get a text message from the coach. Oh, congratulations, you won rookie of the year last night. I'm like, would it be nice to be able to get there and accept my award? Oh, uh, this is the kind of thing that can sour a relationship. Maybe you were rookie of the year this year. Can you now window shop yourself to other teams, Greener, and say, hey, rookie of the year last year, 38 years old, I've got a few years left in me yet. Sign me over, bring me over. Can you maybe become maybe some kind of uh, ring-in greeno for, for you know, maybe a poorer that's, team who treats you better? That's the plan, Damo. I'm oh, sitting there. I'm firstly, yes. firstly, He's I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get the. I'm going to get the jacket that I've got embroidered with Rookie of the Year 2021. <laughs> nice, Gary. And then just show up to other teams. 
in the, in the local club Saturday comp circuit with like rookie of the year. I'm not going to tell him on rookie of the year, right. but just let him observe the jacket. Get it in big writing and, uh, on the back of the jacket, and then you just kind of you you, <laughs> yes. you walk in front of them and lean on the fence in front of them so they can they can see the writing clearly. Hey, were you rookie of the no. year? You better you better yes, ask. He has to walk up to the fence and then lean his back on it and outstretch both his arms. Now we're talking. Uh, like I'm doing a warm-up, Pessy. Yeah. Yeah, get, you know, get their shoulders loose. Stretching. Oh, yep. As the players yeah, are on then, the field, the players are on the field and you're encouraging them, Greeno, with like claps and like, good hustle, good hustle out there. That's how I used to do it. So I did no one, it. No one says anything. You just walk in, you're like, oh, yep. Uh, oh, the jacket. Uh, <laughs> and like like just really inappropriate font size too like you know how normally it's like a little emblem like font 12 yeah. like pro- comic sans yeah i want like font 48 like Huge. 48 in the back roy 2021 it's, so, it's, <laughs> it's so big that the r is cut off so it's rookie of the year rookie of the year yeah the like year. a line down like pto <laughs> r-o-p-t-o it's it's year. cut off on both ends so it's okay okay of the year <laughs> yes stretching out that's my story sorry i forgot to put that I one i like down. stories about pinatas <laughs> all right should we get the fuck uh, out of here Nah, man, let's make it freeform. Pessy, you got anything to tell us before we go, sir? Um, nothing really. I'm just, I was really, really happy to come on again. I, I, whenever I can, I just definitely want to come hang with you guys. It's probably some of the most fun I have going on other people's shows. Um, this is the best yeah, show like, you do before nine in the morning every day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You guys are, it's awesome. I love doing shows where it's like the, the, the people on it are clearly lifelong friends. So it makes me a little more comfortable coming in right. so yeah i had a great I had a great fucking time guys seriously now we appreciate you getting up early and coming on man always uh and where do we find you not the live odyssey uh midnight riff party on odyssey for pessy ladies and gentlemen at joy of pessy yes. on twitter twitter you can follow me at boogie bumper follow greeno at the starting block follow our friends let's get the fuck out of here i guess all right see you guys next week bye We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but I? Somebody will sit down and tell you 